Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? Welcome to the big one. Hello, welcome to the big one. I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And each... And this is the big ones. Oh, you better start over. (laughs) Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is the big ones. Each week, we ask a new ethical question ranging from historical decisions to relationship dilemmas to brain-busting moral choices. And today, we couldn't be prouder. (laughs) (laughs) So we're back. Um, This is our fourth episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What happened? You couldn't be prouder than just the end. Yeah, we couldn't be prouder. (laughs) We are so proud of ourselves. Usually there's like four that goes after. Well, I was going to introduce you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know. I didn't know where you were going. I've never seen Paul laugh this hard in my life. Well, please welcome Paul F. Tompkins. Hi, everybody. We're so proud. Yeah, we are. You couldn't be prouder. Yeah, you couldn't. I, I, but also, I'm proud that we are doing this. Yeah, it's great to be actually putting pen to paper, word to mic, mouth to microphone, mouth to mic. Well, don't put your don't put your mouth directly on the microphone. Mm, you're not supposed to touch your lips to the. You shouldn't. <laughs> microphone. Breath, breath to foam. Breath to foam. Breath to foam. That's a nice podcast title, Breath to Foam. What's it about? It's the new Terry Gross podcast. Would you ever listen to that? If you saw that in the directory, you saw Breath to Foam. I I only listen to self-help podcasts. Is that true? Yeah, I have a a series of... Well, I listened to a couple... One podcast about the Real Housewives, Bitch Sesh, and then I listened to a podcast called happier that's just like these two women um talking about like little ways to like keep your purse organized Mm -hmm. (laughs) are are they helping you they're really well my purse is not organized but they did get me to um do dishes more why what did they say well they just said like um if there's (laughs) anything you can do in under a minute you should just do it right Mm. then like don't save it for later for instance like loading the dishwasher it really takes like a minute Instead of saying, oh, I don't want to do this right now. I'll do it later. Now, if I see a dish, I put it in the dishwasher. Wow. Yeah. That's very practical. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So how's everyone doing? It's a beautiful Monday afternoon in sunny Pasadena. It's 101 degrees out. Yeah, right? And it's almost Halloween. It's almost Mm -hmm. Halloween. True. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I've already sweat through my clothes. Um, You what? I've already sweat through my clothes. Sweat? Sweat. Sweat sweat through his clothes. Because it's hot out. 
I thought you were saying swept through your clothes like you had done like a... I swept through my clothes. <laughs> like you were doing an autumn cleaning. Marie Kondo. <laughs> this doesn't give me joy. Out it goes. Uh, sweat through your clothes. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also not true. Now I feel like I have to clarify. I'm not sitting here and stopping wet He clothes. doesn't look sweaty at all. No. Thank you. You're He's welcome. wearing a nice sport coat with Thank some you. forest green pants. I love uh, my fall colors. Uh, oh, uh, I didn't even brown notice leather the, boot. the pants were forest green. Those are nice. Uh, a you. striped sock, if mm-hmm. I may. You may. Uh, a burgundy tie with a It's orange. Foot? It's a rust. A oh, rust well. tie. Yeah. It looks yeah, does, burgundy It looks to me. burgundy to me, too. It looks okay, like a well, wine. Of course you're it looks take like a, It looks like the color of a wine, a fine wine. Does it? I think that Do you it's, think it's rust? It's rust. Look, that's that's the okay, name that it was that, given. Okay, really? This is what is tripping us up because he's saying he said orange for a second. Now I can see red rust, but red I rust. see no orange in there. Well, rust I think traditionally is an orangey red. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to fight with you. It's, we can just agree to disagree on the color of that tie. Disagree uh, to disagree? Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah, I think so. We'll have to go back and listen because yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, so we like to start off the podcast with if anyone's had a, a personal moral or philosophical or a little mini dilemma that they want to explore in this safe forum. The categories are personal, philosophical, or mini. Or, mo- or, mo- <laughs> <laughs> or moral. Okay. All right. Uh, Like, for example, uh, Stephanie Allen said that her moral dilemma was what to do when someone gives you a piece of art as a present. Mm. And then it's like, you don't want to, you know, you feel you have to hang it up. Yes, that is tough. So she was really freaking out about that. We really (laughs) set her at ease. Do you know what's funny is because I gave her a painting Uh that was, Uh (laughs) it was like an Egyptian kind of style. No! The idea was... That's a callback to the Seventy Allen episode where Amanda mentions a special gift her grandpa brought her. <laughs> it wasn't to me. That would have been aggressive. It was to my parents. That would have been very aggressive. Yes. Here, Amanda, look at it. <laughs> well, I have a dilemma. I was working on this TV show. Ooh. And so it's a it's a successful show and you know, so everybody's it's like when you're on the set of a show that's doing well, the vibe is always very chill and relaxed and you know, nobody's freaking out big bang theory. or mad. It's not <laughs> a big bang theory. I will not name the show. Even if you guess it, I will not name it. Okay, oh, great. No. We won't it's also not important to the story. Well, to some it might be. Well, just for purely gossip reasons, perhaps. Maybe off mic? Yeah, yeah. Off- oh, off mic, for, for sure. Okay, okay and cool. then we'll tweet we'll- it out. Yeah. No, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I am in this scene with uh, two of the leads of the show, man and a woman. And at one point, the woman is looking down at her wardrobe, which is somewhat low cut. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, this is like that other episode. Clearly, she was referencing something that happened in another episode that was kind of about her tits or something, right? right? Okay. And then the guy jumped in and started talking not like super graphic it wasn't super crass but it was like kind of raising his voice talking about her rack oh no and in a in a like a scolding way like you know what are you doing people are people can see and all this shit and she was she very calmly but firmly was like saying well that's inappropriate you know to to talk about that in front of everybody and he was like you brought it up you started it Ooh. and i was extremely 
uncomfortable with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so the the part that was tough for me was as just a person here, as a guest on this show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have no power here. Right. Like these people are the stars of the show. They're doing this thing, but it's not cool. You know, like it's not like everyone's laughing at this, although plenty of times that's happened and everyone laughs because whatever it gets into that area of these people all know each other. I'm getting the sense that she's not cool with this, Mm -hmm. but she's used to it and she's Mm -hmm. dealing with it. Yes. So was everyone around like the crew? Like, was it mostly males around like men around? It was pretty evenly mixed. I have to say and the girl, even the girls were, People were laughing? I don't or? remember that people were laughing. I think a couple people laughed. I, and I will say that I just was looking down. Um, yeah. So I did not I did not clock who was who all was on board with this and who all was not. Well But it was it's certainly not like, oh, this is great. We're all having fun with this body talk right. like we always yes. do. It was uncomfortable. It felt uncomfortable, yes. I felt uncomfortable. And of course, this is a time when all this shit is coming out yeah. now about all these different Hollywood people. But also a thing that I've seen a million times, right. a million times yeah. on a million sets, you know. So this your kind of moral thing. dilemma is do you speak up or because or do you like what was the option that you felt like you could have done? Honestly, I think my moral dilemma is what do I do? It's not so much like do I speak up or not, because it felt like I felt I instantly felt, oh, I obviously I can't say anything because I am the lowest man on this totem pole and I'll just be fired, you know. And so there's I felt that fear. I felt that fear of. But also like. She's an adult. She is handling this. She doesn't need me to defend her. So I didn't feel like I it was it was incumbent upon me to say something but i also felt shitty to be a witness to this well i think that you're correct in saying that she had it handled because there's a difference in a situation where she is saying like asserting herself and like seems like she is dealing with it in a situation where like he's won't stop and she's kind of just cowering and needs someone to come step in but i i feel like in that situation i don't think i would have said anything Uh, yeah i mean i think being a a woman in that situation and watching that situation i think we would have more of an an ability to be like don't this is like to even like go to her be like this is disgusting like what and like not and to like feel the camaraderie there but like for a guy that she doesn't know that's there for one day or she does know you but uh not you're not part of the the crew on a regular basis to have you kind of like stand up for her. I bet she'd feel like super embarrassed about it. It certainly would have been, it it would have been unusual, you know, (laughs) for me to suddenly say something, but do you know what it is though? It felt the, 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 honestly, the dilemma part of it for me is right now telling the story because it feels, because it feels like it feels bad to have witnessed that. Do you know? Yeah. And it feel I yeah. feel cowardly. Even though it's like, what could I do? Because you know? You, you wonder though, like, if this guy is harassing this woman and she's saying, um, oh, knock it off, whatever, but no one everyone else is embarrassed. And it's all 
he's putting everyone in this horrible situation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you were not the only one feeling that way. I'm sure. But maybe just devil's advocate, if a couple people had also said like, hey, dude, not cool. Like maybe he thinks she's being fussy and he's like, everyone else here is silently agreeing with me. Like, who knows what's going through his mind? And yeah. also what kind of person he is. I mean, like, I'm, I am I don't know if he's a hothead on the on a regular basis. Um, but, like, if people know, like, there, nothing's going to get through to him. He's going to do what he's going to do. And, like, you know, what can you do? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, is it a... Uh, see, being on set, though, is such a crazy situation, especially as a guest star. Like, yeah. you're just there. You're literally stepping into a fully formed world fully yes. formed personal yeah. relationships between these people who spend 12 hours a day together mm-hmm. for however many months like you certainly in that case you feel like oh the burden's not on me to mm-hmm. say something but what if like you could say something right. and have some change be implemented but it's such a i don't think i would have said anything well no yeah it's, Unfor- it's is that wrong no. do you know that- what it is it's not. I think in light of all the stuff that's happening now with uh, Bob uh, Harvey Weinstein yes. and and, uh, and James Toback, yeah, and Bob too. That's right. I forgot about <laughs> that. Weinstein's. You know what chills me? After he said his brother was depraved, yeah. and then it's like two days later. What chills me is thinking about their their uh, childhood. Oh, oh, oh god. Yeah, I know. Um, but I, it's it's that. In in the in the wake of the Harvey Weinstein thing, there's all these people that are coming forward with yeah. their stories and they're saying this happened to me, this happened to me. Um, it's do I have a responsibility to spread the word about this person? Do you know what I mean? Interesting, right? But yeah. I don't think so. So I don't think that's the 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 way to do it because then you're just obviously this is the answer I want to hear <laughs> <laughs> because this is easiest for me. But because you right. were there for one day. You don't know what the true relationship between the two yeah. of them is. And you don't know the history between the two of them. Now, if he had done something where she, like, it seems like she, did it seem to affect her in a way that was like, Jesus? Or was it just kind of like she was dealing with it? She was very calm about the whole thing. And it's, and, you know, they've been working together for years. Um, and they were very pally on the set. You know, they're, they're talking to each other and laughing and stuff like that. And so when this came up, he said this thing and then she was shutting it down in a, in an extremely, um, you know, calm and direct manner. You know what I mean? So it's like, I definitely got the sense. This is obviously not the first time he's talked in this way. And, this is obviously not the first time that she's responded in in the way that she's responding, you know? So it's not so much like, Oh, I feel like I should have said, excuse me, sir. You know? Um, but there's something about the, the, the witnessing of it and then just, carrying that around like now what do I do you know I know it's so hard because you're it's just finding that line of like you want to like see something say something like it should be a zero tolerance policy on like that kind of harassment you know in the workplace and even if it made you uncomfortable like despite their personal relationship which we don't know Mm -hmm. the fact is the conversation made you a fellow employee uncomfortable so in that it's not just about her it's about like I don't want to hear that shit so Yeah. yeah and it's and now you're left with this feeling of like oh crap should I have said something like did I not step up to the plate there and it's just I think it's really ambiguous and this is a very interesting moral dilemma because it it really is like everything that 
that's going on where people are like, I knew, but I didn't know to the extent. I don't Another know. thing it gets into is this ambiguous uh, thing on sets where a lot for a lot of people, that's how they joke around. Oh, and it's, yes. it's so common. And the idea is that, hey, we're all show folk and, you know, it doesn't yeah. mean anything. And we all like it's people are naughty and stuff like that. But, it, you know, it's always the uh, the the so many stories of it's the um the sexual harassment seminar day so people show up wearing strap-ons and stuff like that do you know what i mean because it's like isn't this a joke we're all gonna giggle about this like we're in high school but there is a part of it where okay that guy that's how he jokes around all the time and everyone accepts that's just who he is right but it still sucks to hear it and most people are not on board with it but no one says anything yeah, about it. Yeah, because one jerk can't read the room or doesn't care. Or won't, yeah. Or doesn't yeah, care yeah, yeah. and needs to do that despite that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. If she's saying, if she says, stop, I don't like I don't like hearing that kind of stuff. It's inappropriate. And he keeps going. Mm-hmm. But also, like, is that guy living under a rock? Like, I guess I just, it's really <laughs> hard for me to understand why someone, like, in this climate would think that's okay. Because there's a lot of people who are like, you know, people are too uptight today. And oh, it's just a joke. And they're kind and of rallying just, against it almost. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like that's the so, yeah. so the point to the point where if if it's it's gotta be as extreme as Harvey Weinstein for people to say, Well, that's the so that's the line. Right. That's the right. line. If you I got into this because I, I posted a picture. This is such a ridiculous situation. I posted a picture from a show that I did, a live show that I did here in town, and somebody responding to the picture uh said you know, oh, I love that actress. Uh, she's so funny and so adorable. Oh, was it me? <laughs> or was it me? Which one of us was Which it? one of us? This was such a long time. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> you can put one up of us, of the three of us, and you can see what people say. <laughs> so it was, I when I posted this picture, it was late and I was tired. You uh-huh. know, I got home from the show and it had happened so many times where I've posted pictures of myself with actresses where somebody has to tell me, oh, I have such a crush on that person or I think their voice is sexy or whatever. And it just it just hit me at the wrong time, which that happens a lot to me on Twitter, where it's like this was the wrong time for me to see this. Yeah, yeah. And so I wrote this thing that I, where I said, hey, dudes, if, you, if, if I post a picture of me with a woman, um, I don't need to hear that you think that they're cute. Keep right. that to yourself. You know, I don't give a fuck, you right, know, right. and I, a couple more posts and I said, that's your business. Uh, what am I supposed to do with that information? You know, I'm just sick of it. You know, like go jerk off like a normal person. Right. Keep it to yourself. You yeah. know, don't tell me because people, people are allowed to be attracted to people. Yeah, I'm not saying sure. that, but it's like, what are you, what do I do with that? Do you know what right, I mean? Right. Because all your, this is, this is a friend or a colleague that you are reducing to this physical, you know, this collection of physical features or whatever. It's, and it's like, even I know you said she was funny and this, but it's like, I don't care. Why are you telling me this? You know what I mean? I just can't imagine like posting, like seeing a picture of like, I don't know, like someone in like, um, Oh, who's the guy from magic? Mike (laughs) Uh, Channing Tatum Channing Tatum, and like commenting like, Oh, Channing Tatum's so hot. Like I just, why girl, but that, but, 
girls do that. I mean, they yeah. ogle both Some do, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure. Oh, but I, just, yeah. I mean, girls buy magazines like Teen Beat and stuff where it's literally just looking at guys for the way no, they look. No, no, of course. But just to why, yeah, I understand what you're saying, Paula. It's like, why, why, do you why are you sending it? that your way? It's just someone can't keep, well, people can't keep their own thoughts inside their head. Yes. And people are lonely. And like, for me, <laughs> if I saw something, I would have a thought. I might turn to Matt and say it, or I might text Maria and or say it. Or maybe they think they have like a chance if they say it if they're like oh i think she's good and then in their mind but paul they think in their mind yeah or they think in their mind like maybe paul will tell her (laughs) that this that like cool guy 142 in general men think that women if you comment on a woman's appearance in a nice way it's always accepted with open arms yes like why Mm. wouldn't they want that it's like they feel it should be yeah they feel like they're doing you a favor yeah yeah and it's like just keep it to yourself, yeah. Like unless not everything's you know about other, that. Yeah. You, you know? want to tell me like you like my new haircut? Like you, by the way, I did it. get a haircut. Your hair looks great. <laughs> I've seen Paul. you since you got your haircut. I know, I know. <laughs> but um, I yeah, I just think in general, men are take it upon themselves to they think that they what they think about a woman's physical appearance, and it's the same as catcalling. It's virtual catcalling. Yeah. It's like no one cares what you think. Like yeah. But now here's the yeah. line too, because I use the word cute. Right. Mm. Then I had people saying, "Like, what's the big deal?" You know. Wait, sorry. You you. When as when I say in the in the course of saying I don't want to see this anymore, I use the word like if you tell me she's cute, I don't care. Okay. And then people are like, "What's wrong with cute?" You know, I've seen much worse. And then it's like it's, you know, I just use the word cute because that was the latest word that I heard. But I've heard grosser things than that. Yeah. And also, it doesn't matter about the word. It's not right. the word. It's that that's all you're seeing. It, it's it's thinking that that ne- even needs to be said. Yes. Yeah. And that and that it's like that like, woman should care that you think she's cute. Yeah. Like, no one cares what yeah. you think about how cute this lady is. Yeah. So what if she's cute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like one thing to go like, "Who's your star crush?" and someone to go like, "Oh, it's so and so." But it, like for an unsolicited like, just like, "Oh, I like this person because she's pretty." Yeah, like I, I get it. I, I get that. That's like there's an attraction, and you're attracted to someone. But to put it out there like it's a comment that people need to hear. Yeah, and then from a stranger. Yes, from yeah. a total stranger. And what what's so ironic about this is the person who posted the initial comment was a woman. She like wrote back to me later and said, "I feel like it was my comment that inspired this. And I'm I'm a woman, and I didn't mean anything sexual by it. Right. I do think that this person is cute, right? And you know, and I felt bad, but it's like again a, a picture of." You know, like not a person and a, an ambiguous name that's like, I don't know, yeah, you know, it's a right. clever screen name that doesn't indicate anything. But yeah. then as it as the day wore on and people were saying more and more things, there was a guy saying, well, if you don't, you don't want to hear these things, don't post them. And, you know, you have no. all these followers. Oh, it's like you got to you got to understand that, you know, all these the comments are not always going to be what you want them to be. And. You know, so I went back and forth with him for a little bit. And the last thing he said to me was, so why care? Like, how long have you been on Twitter? Why, why would you care about this? And it's like, well, I don't have an answer to why would you care about this? Do you know what I mean? Like, I care about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, it's the thing. It's like, it's your, you, yes, you can't control what people say. You aren't going to like a lot of things people say. And that's, and we're all aware of that. You're not a dummy. You're not sitting there going like, oh no. This is like, and this is all the the thing on the set and this comment on the, on 
so there's one day I feel like this coward and then the next day I'm like why are people well, that probably, why can't people understand my point that's what set yeah. you off probably was the yeah probably you were yeah, probably you like this the is guilt. my yeah the yes. telltale heart now in my head now I know it's been off the air for a while but this all happened on the set of Bones uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think David Duchovny no Boreanaz please oh, wait who's David De- oh I was oh. thinking X-Files. of the X-Files that it happened on the X-Files oh there were some Bones on the X-Files <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's not David Boreanaz because he he is not on Bones anymore because Bones is no longer on the air. But Boreanaz. but you were on the set of Bones. <laughs> this is after it went off the air. Yeah, I've been. I go to the set of Bones once a week <laughs> just to walk around. It's a great tour. It's a graveyard. It's enough to make your head spin, though, isn't it? I mean, this is a time we're all just asking ourselves, like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. Is there anything I'm looking at that is? That is, I should be speaking up about. And I think if you're asking yourself the question, that's a good start. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if I, I... I I don't pray these things happen, but I pray I'm in a in a situation where something like that does happen, and I can just unleash whatever. Uh, I have so much anger pent up in me that if I see, I'm so excited for something to uh, set me off. Wow, I am. But remember, you were at the coffee shop the other day, and there was an altercation happening, and you didn't do anything. I was upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) In the BK lounge. But then what? Were you upstairs in the BK lounge? No, I was in... What's the BK Lounge? <laughs> the Burger King Lounge? Yeah, that's what I Wait, thought. Wait, what did you say? It was a coffee shop? A coffee shop. Here's why I was thinking Burger King, because they did this anti-bullying ad. Have you seen it? No. Wait, uh, is it new? Yes, it is. Oh. But I'm sorry, But what happened to this coffee shop? Burger King telling me that I can't bully people. <laughs> like, of all the people, like a huge corporation going like, no bullying. I'm now, like, get out of here. They're not telling you not to bully people. They're saying if you see bullying, you should say something. Oh, well, oh, okay. I'd like to go to their corporate headquarters and say the same thing. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, anyway, you saw an altercation where some crazy guy was yelling at the barista. I was upstairs. Have you been to Cafe Vida in uh, Los Feliz? No, it, I haven't actually. I nice. know the place you mean, but I haven't been but there. But there's an upstairs and then you can look down and there's the where the baristas are. But I, everyone had their headphones on working and then there was, was yelling and I looked over the side and there and he was just yelling. And in that's this is why this is like your situation. Yeah. He's downstairs. He's got two. Bar- it wasn't like one girl down there being like uh, it was like her and a guy barista. They had, a baristo. A baristo. They had the situation under control. They were going, you need to leave. You need to. And there was one woman upstairs who took it upon her. She went, you know what? And she she took off her head bones and she went downstairs and she went, excuse me, sir, you need to leave. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, like, you didn't like that. There is no, there was <laughs> no reason for you to go down there. Yeah. And then it's like she came back upstairs like kind of like. Smug. <sighs> Also, you said she put her head bones, bones right back you in. Head bones. <laughs> She's got bones head bones. You love bones so much. <laughs> but yeah, in those situations, it's like when someone else has it under control, which is like what I think what happened on set. But let me see. I have. A, I, I know we got to get to our big, big one. But just to end on this, I, is this too much? I'm no, sorry if this I'm. Is no, good. this is okay. people want a longer podcast. I mean, podcast. this is very relevant. The people want a longer. They podcast. do. <laughs> the first podcast. 
podcast they said the, the can't they they said the doughboys can do two hours on fast food why can't you guys do you know a couple hours on well the big- we'll we'll do a little under an hour but we're almost to 30 minutes here but we also had like 20 minutes of you trying to get the intro no we'll keep that in <laughs> oh no um but i was saying i was on a euro trip a girl's euro trip okay. um i was in my early 20s and we were sleeping in a hostel in barcelona and it was like a maybe had like 10 bunk beds in this big room and I woke up to this little German man putting his hands under my blanket rubbing my feet and I I like woke up and was like get I screamed at him I was like stop it stop it my two best girlfriends were sleeping on the bunk underneath me Mm -hmm. and no no one else in the hostel woke up checked on me or anything and the next day and he just kind of lurched back to his bed um, didn't come back. Ugh. And the next day, I kind of was telling my friends the story. And they were like, oh, no, we heard you. And I was like, well, why didn't you say anything? And they said, well, we thought you had it handled. And I was very upset that no one had that's different. backed me up. But that's different because there's, they, they're close to you. They know you. And but even anyone else in that hostel to just like come right, in and in the say, middle of the night. But I'm saying like there were two people in power at the coffee shop, which was the two baristas. They had it under control. Yes, Do that's you know what I fair. Mean? That's and you're, fair. this woman has been working on this set, you know, since Bones uh, premiered. <laughs> and, um, so like she had it under control. You waking up in the middle of the night and being like, get away, get away in a foreign land. You'd think your friends would go like, hey, buddy. Yes. Yeah. That's not a normal situation. Yeah. Fair. God, I wonder what <laughs> For he's me doing it is. now. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. Probably the same kind of stuff. Yeah. I wish I had a gun, I would have shot him in the head. You she's good at she's good at <laughs> mid midnight situations. Remember you, and, uh, you you had your pepper spray, someone you saw someone oh. come into your room and you got up and you said, Get the fuck out of here with your yeah, pepper spray. I wake up. Ready she to wakes up ready when to was go. this? Okay, so I was living with a roommate, and she brought a guy home, um, and he accidentally <laughs> walked into, <laughs> drunkenly walked into my bedroom. So I woke up to this six foot three man standing oh. over my bed, and I reached for my pepper spray, and my voice deepened. I went, "Get the fuck out!" <laughs> And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, Yeah, you're good at that. I woke up ready to rumble. Sure. As opposed to me, who I heard uh, someone trying to get in the back door of my uh, old house, and I was playing Angry Birds, and I just went, ugh, and I kept playing. (laughs) (laughs) And then I texted my brother. I was like, are you trying to get in downstairs? And he was like, no. And I was like, ugh. And I just waited for them to go away. And they went away? Yeah. Oh, no. All right. What would you have done if someone had walked in there? I honestly, I and this is my problem. I I am so lackadaisical when it comes to like situations like that where I'm like, oh god, like just do. Can I just do whatever you need to do, and I'll just be over here? It's like you're in denial about it. You're not gonna, it, yeah. Or I just don't. Yes, and also it's like. Is someone really going to come into the house? It sounds like they wanted to. Right. Yeah. And that's the problem. <laughs> Did you realize that you said bones a days ago? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> well, on that note, I think it's time to go from our personal big one to the big, big one. Okay. I'm Paul gonna... has not heard this, by the way. and I The big, big one? Yeah. Okay. So we're all ready for our big, big one. We sure are. So here's today's moral dilemma. Listen tightly. Ew! <laughs> Listen tightly. Gross. Put your breath to foam. 
<laughs> you are an English professor at a fancy private high school. Oh my god, I love it. It's perfect for Paul's outfit. You recently helped to originate a zero tolerance policy on plagiarism. Last month, you caught a student with a history of cheating, plagiarizing a paper. You turned him in, and he was expelled. He comes from a super rich family and was easily accepted into another great high school. Yesterday, your <laughs> yesterday your favorite. It's not today. It's yesterday. <laughs> like Fine. you had a day to think about it. This- well, no, this other stuff happened. Who knows how long ago? <laughs> yeah, but this- yesterday. This is hot off the presses. <laughs> You don't know what happens today. It's like torn, <laughs> law and order torn from the headlines. Yesterday, your favorite student who has immense potential, who is only able to attend your school on a scholarship and comes from a low income family, handed in, handed in a plagiarized paper of her own. You know, if you turn her in, her life could be majorly affected. What do you do? Mm. Now, I think what's fun to do is to kind of go through and name our characters. Yeah, that is fun. And maybe the school and maybe where we are. And is it winter? <laughs> it's definitely winter. It's, it's definitely, winter. Like, at it, very least autumn. We're in Vermont. Oh, we're oh. at a Vermont private school. Yeah. That's so fun. I'm wearing a duffel coat. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Okay, so do you want to... Maybe our main character's name should it be like... Um, the the teacher? Or, yeah. Or no, we're the teacher. So we're, the, we're all the teacher. Okay, fair. So then the, the guy that just got kicked out. Is his name like Brody? Oh or, no, 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 Brock. No. Mm, Brock. Um, Brock. Brock. Tyler. I ty- trip. 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 I went to school with the Trip Todman. The third. Are you kidding? No. Trip Todman. Trip is why he's the third. The third is why he's Trip. Oh. That's where that nickname comes from. Oh, I see. Yes. Also, Trey is a nickname for a, a, the third. Oh, I didn't know that. And Skip. Oh. Is if. Let's say you're. Uh, dad had the name, and he got it from his dad, but he didn't give it to you. Why? Did, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have the name. Your dad didn't, but your grandfather did. So you went. So your, it skipped your dad, skip. and it's you. Oh, so I. Okay. I think that's what it is. Wow, I didn't know that there was any meaning behind any of those names. I uh, neither did I. But trip. I maybe think, you didn't care. Yeah, that's, that's true. Possible. Maybe I still don't. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I wish I hadn't come on the show. So trip is the trip is the guy who he's probably from New York City. His yeah. parents are very well to do. Old yes. money, high power money. They live Central Park West. They they're gonna be fine. And he's yeah. lazy. Yeah, everything comes to him. He, but Trust he, fund. he, he is never had to so work. So good looking, and he's so like put. He's the ladies go nuts for him, and the guys all want to be his best friend. Yes, he That's plays right. um, water polo. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, water yeah, polo. Yeah. yeah, and he's like the Chad Michael Murray character on Gilmore Girls. If I dare go, so okay, you're screaming into a cave right now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I did see a few episodes of Gilmore Girls, but not okay. All right. And then, um, okay, so then this girl, what's the girl's okay, name? Okay, so the girl's name is... Oh, you know what I just thought? What? Well, let's name her and then I'll think of it. Oh, I mean, is her name like Lara? <laughs> Lara. Like a Lara bar? Or is her name more... <laughs> is she named after the Lara bar? Yeah. <laughs> what if her name is something like 
Charlie or something. She's got kind of a tough Cute. name because oh she comes from you know a working yeah. class background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hard Scrabble youth. Her father works in the Burlington Coat Factory, uh, but the actual factory for the yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, he's got coat lung, so oh, he yeah. has to retire. Cotton, he constantly coughing up um, buttons. Buttons. <laughs> 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 but I think Charlie is somewhat of like a literary genius, but I, the reason why she plagiarized the paper is just possibly like she's dealing with some hard times at home. Like I just wish that, that maybe, maybe self doubt Trip wouldn't have gotten expelled because I feel like maybe they would have maybe gotten together? together. Well, we don't know what happened. Okay, she deserves anyway. better than Trip. I know, but there, he, she could have in her mind. He, she would have been the only girl that really understood him, and he would have known well, that because she didn't take his shit. No, oh my god, it's like the notebook. It's so nice. Okay, anyway. I love this school. And there's, is there, (laughs) and the dorms like have fireplaces in them and stuff, right? Or like the boarding. Oh, I would die to go to this school. I would die to be Charlie. (laughs) To be Charlie? Wow. Okay, Okay, so off the bat, first instincts, what do you guys think that you do? As the teacher. So Charlie's been a great student otherwise. Yes, you're kind of her mentor, I think. Okay. All right. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Paul? I, I mean, this is, I don't want to cut this off too quickly. Please. But I will say what I think should be done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is turn Charlie in. Wow. What I would do, me, in life, is I would probably pull her aside and say, I know that you plagiarized this. You have 24 hours to write a new paper. Wow. Don't tell anyone about this because I'll be fired, you know. So you're putting your career and your wife, you and your wife's livelihood, basically, you're saying, you're, you're saying... You're putting it in this 17-year-old girl's If camp. I truly believe in this girl, if I truly believe that she... Because I feel like people can turn their lives around, especially when you're young, you know, and I feel like if somebody's on a path like that, you could set them on the right path. However, I do feel like if the if the rules are there and everyone knows what the rules yeah, are... and you help to write the rules. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's something that I believe in very strongly, and I must have thought, like, there's going to come a time where I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah. You know? And maybe not to this extreme where I might have thought, like, oh, just a student I like and it's too bad. But maybe I wasn't picturing somebody who really needs this more than, you know, than anyone. But it's sort of like, I don't know. I I guess I try to think of it as there are those lessons sometimes that you have to really learn the hard way. Right. So you're not always going to get breaks, you know, she also fully plagiarized a paper, which is pretty ballsy. I mean, yes, you expect it from chip, but maybe there's not chip. Oh, trip. Trip. Chip is if his name is Charles. Oh, right. Right. Oh, you expect it. Wow. You know a lot about names, (laughs) just ip names, but that is pretty bold. So maybe Charlie 
needs to I mean maybe you don't know everything you think you know about her like maybe her character isn't quite what you thought it was mm-hmm. yeah I yeah it's hard though because you know it's like if you can give Charlie another chance it's like why can't you put all your effort into yeah trips the harder person to like get under his skin and be like we're gonna get you on the right path buddy because you're just throwing him away going well he's got money so he'll figure it out right and it's like to to say i don't know i would if i was making the plagiarism rule i would put a little addendum in there (laughs) and i'd go except for certain students who maybe i think made one bad decision no but i don't you can't you can't and who gets to see these rules is, is this like are they well, public somewhere real small real real small <laughs> sure. the scenario is that you personally and the establishment you work for have a zero tolerance zero tolerance policy you're putting your your job at risk too because if someone finds out then you're toast yeah so i think I mean, it is really hard, but for me, it's like if Charlie did this bold, there's no excuse for plagiarizing an entire paper. I would feel personally disrespected. Now, I don't know. It's I'm not quite ready to say what I would do yet, but I think that is something to really take into consideration. Let me add this this factor, which is not in the scenario, but could be. If these rules are inst- if this rule is instituted, and you have, let's say, you're a cool Dead Poet Society guy. And you have a good relationship with your students. Yeah. And you say, this is the policy. If anyone breaks this, I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. That's it for you. Yeah. You get one strike. That's it. I'm sure that's what you do. do. But you would never expect it from Charlie. You wouldn't. But Charlie has been told. Yeah. Charlie has been told. And this is somebody that you think has the potential to be great. They got to They got to understand. You do know, you they got to understand. What about this? Right. Okay, so you find out Charlie's done this. You in, you ask her into your office, and you go, I know you plagiarized. Yes. What would make someone as smart and uh, uh, able? Uh, like, why would, you, why would you do this? In your senior year, you're almost done. Why do this? She goes, okay, do you know what she says? She, she says, I found out this weekend my father's very sick, my you know it's her her excuse is sad but it's also very true and it makes sense to it makes sense to a degree now does then you go what if she just said like you know i she has a boyfriend or something that's been taking up a lot of her time like it's different like the excuse matters yeah the excuse does here's how old are we talking is this high school she's high school school. yeah the problem with that age is that the lessons that you need to learn are often the lessons that you cannot learn until you're much older because you can't see the world properly. Like at that age, I was consumed by relationships. I was consumed by all of that drama and and, and it's all I could see. And so like an adult saying one of the, you know, someday you'll look back on this and laugh. I was like, you're out of your mind. This is, this is my whole life. There's nothing else. You know, you can't, you have no perspective. And so, if it was a relationship thing, I would absolutely – I mean it's unacceptable and it's sort of like – it's almost like you're giving me the go-ahead to say, yeah, you're out. You know, yeah, Like this, yeah. is, this is dumb shit that you're just going to have to get over at some point, but I can't forgive it now. However, the, like the father thing, the sick father thing, 
I also feel like if I were if I were a good teacher, I've been teaching for a while, I'd know when somebody was bullshitting me or not. Yes, because students fair. try to bullshit you all the time. And we know Charlie's not a bullshitter. She's never. Well, it would it would all come down to that talk. Yeah, right. it would all come, like I know what you did. Why did you do this? And it would all come down to what her response was and whether I believed it or not. But even with that, even with that story, there's plenty of people who deal with. 10 times worse than that things that have and that still get stuff done absolutely and so to go like okay is is giving her the wrong uh less it's it's going like if you have the right story if you can't do it in quotes then you you know then you can't do it and you'll get away with it yes but i mean that is that is kind of the lesson that unless you are born into insane privilege that everybody has to learn to one degree or another at some point, you know, is that you can't talk your way out of a bad situation. And, you know, you, you're not always going to get unlimited chances. Yeah. There's, there's a, at a certain point, people are going to say, no, this is, you don't get to, you don't get a do over on this. You're done. You fucked up, you know, but if I believe that she is sincere and, I believe that she can, that she has it within her to take this like desperate last chance that I'm giving her. I feel like I might do that. I, you know, I, I kind of yeah. go back and forth on is there's something that's what's fair and what I think is morally right are in conflict. Because if you're talking about what's fair and what's just, I think despite circumstance, despite your personal preference for the character of these students, you have to treat them equally. Um, Yeah, and I think that's what is fair. But me personally, I would really struggle to expel Charlie knowing that the consequences of my decision, you know, um, she's not just going to rebound and she's going to lose her scholarship. Mm -hmm. She might not go to college. She might end up working at the Burlington Coat Factory like her dad. Which is fine, which is a fine. Nothing wrong wrong with all that. That's true. That's true. But I know Charlie and Charlie could become some great thinker. But you are working at an institution where kids are looking up to you going, this is a place that's supposed to be safe, where the rules are the rules, and where if I do this, if A plus B equals C, basically, if I follow the rules, if I do the work, if I do, then I will excel. And then you have a teacher going, yeah, 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 but then for this one kid, maybe we'll make an exception. It's kind of like, I mean, what happens when, because it's not an if, it's when people find out that, Trip got the the boot, but Charlie didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. The, you, as the teacher, are done for because you are putting a lot on the line trusting this person who is just proven to be untrustworthy. Right, right. <laughs> but why would Charlie ever leak that? I mean, Charlie has only everything to lose by ever telling that secret. It, it's not even that she would leak it. It's that thing, like, there's no secrets in schools like that. People go, she, one friend knew that she plagiarized. That yeah. friend, you know, goes like, that's weird. She didn't get expelled. You know, things go, you as a teacher are done for. You might as well pack your bags. You'll lose respect from the students. And the people that you put that law into place with are going to be like, what did you, you, 
you you broke the the bond. I know. I think a big part of the scenario as well is that you implemented this rule. So it's something that is a value of yours that plagiarism is really horrible. Yeah, it's it's obviously it's the uh, considered by you to be the ultimate transgression. Right. And it's like this is a thing I will not tolerate no matter who you are. I, f- I mean, honestly, I do feel like the the correct thing to do is to, you know, adhere to the policy and everybody, you know, that's you're, you've been told and this is a lesson you have to learn whether you learn it right away, whether this has an impact on you now or later. That's the way it is. You know, you can't say that you weren't told, but it sucks. It does. I mean, you could even you could say, you know, I'm sorry, you're expelled, but then, you know, use your resources as a teacher like rec- giving recommendations, going being like, you know, I'm not, you know, going to leave you out in the cold here. It's not yeah. like it's like that scholarship's gone, baby, gone. She, not that she has to be at that school anymore, but it's yeah. like, you know, you still want to go to college, like let's try and I mean, what I might even do, would this go on her record? Like, is this policy where if you're caught plagiarizing, then that's like a ding on your record and colleges will see it? Well, I mean, I'd assume if you're expelled. I would assume that you have to write down the reason for expulsion and, you know, that would be on there. I mean, I get maybe what I'd do for her. So I wouldn't, it's, I'd say you're leaving because you did this wrong thing, but I'd find a way to make it so it, it didn't show on her record that it was from plagiarism. I'd like have mm. a meeting with the board or something like that. And I'd, I'd give all the reasons and I'd go, you know, she can't stay here, but I think giving her a second chance and not, and not making that who she is. is All right. Something. So we're the so, board and you're the teacher. Um, Hey guys, I, I beg your pardon. Girls, sorry, Denise. <laughs> you will address me as Mrs. Kleinman. As we know, uh, Charlie Dubois, mm, the the young poor girl. Yes, the young poor. Yeah, girl. got her in a full scholarship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wanda, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. No, girl. Um, Charlie, our, our, she's plagiarized her midterm paper. Oh, too bad. She's expelled then, right? Yes. Zero tolerance policy mm-hmm. instituted yes. by you, Professor. Yes, absolutely. That's doctor to you. <laughs> okay. Dr. Marsden. I got my <laughs> PhD in sociology from Vassar. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what do, you, what do you teach here at the high school? Math. English. Oh, English. English. <laughs> she plagiarized her math essay. <laughs> Why does a math teacher care, care so much about plagiarism? They've all plagiarized all of these. <laughs> Every single paper is identical. I've seen these numbers before. <laughs> <laughs> math essay. <laughs> what are your favorite numbers and why? <laughs> Okay, I think that, yes, she's going to be expelled, but I I bring it to the board. I wonder if maybe on her record we could uh, put, uh, you know, uh, take off the expulsion's reason uh, being plagiarism. Now, how is that fair? What about Trip Bradbury? Trip... The third... Trip Bradbury has opportunities. Uh, he's already he's already at another 
boarding school. Yes, but it's on his record that he was expelled for plagiarism. Yeah, but that's not going to matter for him because he comes from a family where, you know, things are going to be pushed to the side in order to let him through. Now, if you're going through all this trouble, why didn't you just keep this to yourself in the first place? Yes, exactly. Uh, Because I don't believe she should... Okay, wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if you're going to bend one rule, why not just not put her through any of this? Okay, so what I do, okay, so I wouldn't go to the, what I do is I tell her, I have to tell them you did something. <gasps> oh, I'd say, so you'd say she like threw a rock at another she student? She threw a rock <laughs> at another student. Because plagiarism is the death of academia. She set a fire in the girls' room. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder oh, so you'd if that's want her to be punished, but you wouldn't want her. That's such, she made a mis- y- yes. I don't know. I mean, is that crazy to like, Tell your student, no. like, we've got to come up with a plan. I know I what think you you're mean. digging yourself in deeper. Yeah, because the thing is, and it's also, I don't know how much it's going to help, because if this if this person is coming from a background where I'm assuming, you know, it's it's in there that she's, like, underprivileged or something, right? Yeah. That she, mm-hmm. Maybe she got to school on a scholarship because her, her you know, she's brilliant enough that she can get in on the basis of her academics, but it's going to be so tough for her to get into another school no matter what that offense is listed as yeah. Yeah. because all this other stuff is already against her anyway. All the, right. You know? Yeah. And it's also like, I think also other schools would look at it like, you know, we, we, you know, we're taking these, we're taking a chance on these people and look what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I'd have to expel her. As the, mm. as the person that came up with the rule, and and it, I would just have to. It would be as a teacher. That's my job. As fairness for the other students. I mean, there's you know 150 other students at this very prestigious school that aren't yeah. plagiarizing. Why does this person get you know? Is the, that your final answer? I think so. And and but that's not to say that I wouldn't go. I will help you in any way I can Ugh. to get you. Uh, into an, if I know professors at other schools, I will, you know, like I'll, I'll be the gateway or the, um, what do you call it? I was to say, uh, what's it? Gatekeeper. No, the bone no, keeper. I'll be the, not, not the diode. The what's diode? The thing, the, not the catheter. What? The, what? The thing that, that connects two things together. Wire? No, the, the connect. Twine. No. Connective tissue? Tape. No, like the, I'll be the... Con- con- conduit. Kind of, like that's oh, close. It's a scientific me. term. I'll be Say the, your sentence again. I'll, N- nucleus. No, <laughs> I'll be the between you and the other people. Liaison? No, <laughs> no but kind of. <laughs> Girl, like what? a bridge, you mean? Yeah, but it's a scientific But scientific term. term for bridge. What is that? <laughs> not conduit? I thought conduit was no, pretty it's, good. Um, I think liaisons. That's not scientific. Reference? It is French, though. Ooh yeah. la la. I'll be Ooh the... the not, it starts with a C. I'll be the... Concubine. No. Oh, oh my God. I got to look up a yeah, list of C's. Comet. Comet scientific. No, I'll be the... Choo-choo chain. No, the... the Corpse. The... C- 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 Cathartic. Kaboom. Catalyst? Catalyst! Wait, no, that's not it. (laughs) Wait, maybe it is. Catalyst? That means you're getting something started. This, this, yes, this, this incident will be the catalyst that. No, it's not catalyst then. It's the. Well, I think it's catalyst, but you got it wrong. It's not. Right? (laughs) Am am I right? You got it wrong? (laughs) 
Okay, yeah, maybe <laughs> I, I did think it was catalyst, catalyst, but you were in- I was incorrect. Wrong. I'd be the liaison. Uh, okay, through okay. the bridge. Through the bridge, I'd be your no, bridge you liaison. Don't. I'd I'd be the liaison that took you across the bridge to other schools. She, Charlie ain't gonna talk to you That's anymore after you get her. She expelled. made a mistake. She's getting punished for it now. If she wants to be adult enough to get help from the person who actually believes in her, that's on her. If she doesn't, she's making a second mistake. And you know what I say? She's not the girl I thought she was. Do you know what? That is true because yeah. what the scenario does not allow for is what happens. What is your relationship with Charlie afterwards? Right. Because it could be that yeah, you're expelled, but. Here's how I want to, I'm going to advise you on how to keep your life on track and what you should do next. Yeah. I think it's so hard. So are you expelling Charlie? I'm expelling Charlie. Wow. And do you help her? You say the same thing or do you just send her out in the wild? Well, it's, it's tough because obviously there would be a lot of emotion in it. You know what I mean? If, If you believed in someone and they betrayed you in that way, I mean, I think obviously you take it personally to a certain degree, but, but I would hope that you would be a teacher that would feel you know harder for the student and what this means for their lot for their life but uh i i would want to be someone who wouldn't make it all about me to that degree you know like it's one thing to say the rules are the rules but after that's over and now you're not part of the school anymore that doesn't mean i can't like help you out in some way yeah i have to say i think the fair thing to do is to expel Charlie but I to, for my own moral compass I feel like I would give her another chance because I know if it's a zero tolerance po- tolerance policy it's you for it to work it's got to be the same for everyone across the board but when the consequences of the policy are, are so different depending on like she's like one out of many so for the majority of the students at that school like they are privileged she is like the one person who it will really affect in this like deeper darker way so i think i'm going to bend the rules for charlie but i'm not gonna i'm not going to like go easy on her and i'm gonna make her do some after school exercises to make up for it what exercises like, uh, she's gonna have to do like squats jumping i just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean like do some sort of thoughtful project to make up for it yeah and that's if she's like super apologetic and has a good excuse like if i think she's just kind of do you go- fear she'll do it again i i don't and because i will make it very clear if she does it again then that is it she's gone she does it again though and everyone finds out that you let her that you let her slide the first time it's a problem but i will say that um i actually got the scenario from a book that i'm reading um called three weddings and it's um a beach i'd say it's a summer beach read it's pretty stupid but um (laughs) the husband did this exact situation where he let the person slide Uh and i i'm not far into the book enough to know if it blows up in his face So I, I'll have to let I'll follow up. Maybe I'll have it read by our next episode, Please. and I'll let yeah. you know. I would what like happens. to know how it turns out. What happens to him? Do you know uh, who Tobias Wolf is? The author. He wrote this boy's um, life. Yeah. Which I did not read, but I saw the movie, which is actually I think a really underrated movie. Um, but I did not know until the end of the movie. It's about this young guy played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. His his, oh, okay. his mother remarries and it's this awful guy played by Robert De Niro. It's just like the worst stepfather. So the kid is troubled and he wants to get into college and um, he eventually does get into college. But then he, you know, in the postscript of the movie, he flunks out two times, like two different wow. schools. But then he eventually 
Um, I think he eventually did go back a third time, was able to make it stick, and then became a successful author. But um, it's possible you can still turn your life around. Some people, like, being a student is a really complicated thing. Mm -hmm. And some people have a really hard time with it. And, you know, there's so many factors that go into how well you can do that. Also, Tobias Wolf is white. You know what I mean? So it's like, add all that stuff into the mix of the circumstances of your life. And who knows the shit that you're dealing with at home that makes it so difficult to deal with this thing that is kind of thrust upon you yeah. that you don't have a lot of say in. No, not you know? at all. But I, you know, I was a horrible student and I, I didn't turn in papers and so like in college and stuff, but I never once thought of plagiarizing. I would rather, I thought of it many, really? many times. Really? Yeah. I never, so many times. Yeah. Cause the guilt I would feel and just like that, it's like, I'm going to get caught. You're going to get caught. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're basically, it's a narcissistic view to go, I'm going to do this. No one's going to no one's going to think I did anything out of the ordinary and I'm going to get an A and I'm going to be fine. It's like if you don't have time to do the paper, if you don't go talk to the Own teacher. Up to it is about taking go, responsibility. Yeah, take responsibility for it because the minute, you know, you get away with something like that, that's like a rush for someone, I'm sure, to be like, yeah. "Oh my god, I can't believe I got away with this. Let's see what else I can do." I remember the the moment when I realized Oh, if I just paraphrase all of this stuff, it's not plagiarism. <laughs> right. But then what are we doing well, here? That's you know the what problem I mean? With every Where it's paper. like I can just I can put it in different words. I mean, I'm reading a book, I'm processing the information, and then I'm writing it down in my own words. That's every paper. But I know. yeah, exactly. And it's, it's like so meant stupid. to cite that, but I always struggled with citations because oh. I couldn't quite wrap my head around what to cite. Often I would use source material, write an entire paper, forget to cite, and then have to like go back and fake all my citations. Oh. It was really difficult for me to figure out. I just never understood like it's like here, we're learning about this subject, you read a bunch of books, and now write a paper on it. Okay, so I'm just gonna cite all the things I've read, mm-hmm. and then maybe like there's three sentences in there that are like my like your thesis, yes. my yeah, what I think. But it's like it's already out there. There's no reason for me to write a paper on this. I'm not bringing you anything new. Yeah. No, but it's for you to prove that you understand it. I didn't understand it. Would you guys rather <laughs> write a paper or give an oral report? Oral report, oral report all yeah. the way. I, me too. I can't. The only reason I hated school was the papers. Really? I cannot. To write a paper is hell on earth for me. Wow. It filled me with anxiety. It's it's horrible. It's horrible to go, you need a 10-page paper on this subject. No. Every paper I ever wrote was the night before. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one. I'm a true procrastinator in that way as well. Although I did like writing papers. I like get into a real zone and then I can just like do it and it's like I left my body. I wonder if now I'd be any better at it. I bet since we've been doing so much more writing. Maybe Maybe I'll take a class. What kind of class? A math class? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, poor Charlie, but she'll find Trip in the East Village. They'll find each other one night. I know. When he's slumming it sometime. Trip? I I do kind of, I kind of wish I had expelled Charlie just because. Well, you can. No, it's no, too, it's too late. late. I already decided. She's you already... just don't know. It's, you know, a butterfly flaps his wings and you don't know what's going to happen. You could expel her and that could drive her to become even greater. You wind, know, you just don't know. Actions have effect. consequences. That's right. That's so true. It's so, not your. It's not your conscience. The rules right. were there. You're just there to implement them. Mm. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that was a fascinating discussion. Both, both they won. Just you know, Thank Amanda's you. looking at her phone as she's saying. No, that. I'm looking at our listener letter. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Okay, so uh, Paul, this is the time in the show when we get a listener's letter, and we, it's just a small thing that may have happened to them. It's quick. It's just going to go by real quick. So don't. <laughs> And we just chat quick briefly. Is there a segment, a name segment? Yes. Is is there a name segment? There's a name name. segment actually called Little Big Ones. Little Big Ones. What's the first segment? Is that a Personal Big Ones. Oh, okay. Personal Big Ones, Big Big Ones. ones. Yeah. Little Big Ones. ones. Dear Big Ones. (laughs) And this is an interesting letter because it's in um, present tense. Or what's it? It's happening as we read. Oh, my God. I am at work making copies of a document for personal use and the boss... Oh, no. Actually, it's not. I take it back. I am at work making copies of a document for personal use and the boss walks up behind me and is waiting for her own printouts to appear. She asks, what is printing? Stop here because what I did is below. I lie and say no clue, but I know my name is at the bottom of the... (laughs) Why do we have to stop? Why was that in there? I don't know. This person crafted their Wait, email. did she think we Okay. That I'm was sorry. telling us to stop our brains from filling in the blanks. Okay, so mm, okay. so he's making copies. The boss or she. No, I think it's a he, just oh, by the way okay. it's signed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Have you already read this letter? Yeah, I got it in oh, the mail. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, to our P.O. box. Uh, <laughs> he's making copies of work. The bo- boss comes up behind him. Yes. Okay. I lie and say no clue, but I know my name is at the bottom of the pages. What I did in the moment was grab the stack of paper and show it to her, but covered my name at the bottom of the pages. I told her I would bring her printout over to the office and I completely got away with it. Since I know you couldn't stop, since I know... You couldn't stop before. Oh, you probably don't want to reveal that I did and... Okay, wait, (laughs) cut, cut. Let me, I'll paraphrase this letter, okay? Dear big ones... The other day, I was at my office making personal copies on the workplace copy machine. My boss came up behind me trying to make a work copy. She asked me what I was copying, and I lied and said it was for a client. (laughs) Did I do the right thing by lying, or should I have come clean and told my boss that I was using the copy machine for my own selfish personal uses? Love, Jerry the good liar. So, Paul. Yeah. You're at work. Your boss comes up behind you. You're doing your own personal stuff. You know yeah. you're going to get in trouble. What do you do? I guess it depends on how hard ass the boss is. You know what I mean? Like, who cares about making some copies? Well, it sounds like the boss is a hard ass. Well, then I lie. Yeah, I think this is a situation. <laughs> I 100% where lie. This is a white lie. <laughs> yes. I, if you're lie. working for any corporation anything where it's like you are a cog in this wheel and you are underpaid and you are sitting in a little desk and you are just doing stuff so other people can get richer you're a dilbert do what you need to do it's yeah, the perk absolutely. of the job it's, it's the, the unwritten perk of the job, of the job yeah. that if you work in an office you get free pens and you can make free copies yeah. maria you used to do this a lot when you worked out well let's not say where okay you were the copy queen yeah i w- believe me i was my, my bosses are so cool with it um and they were totally fine with it but it was so they were the cool bosses but yeah it, it's a ream of paper like it's like <laughs> do you know how inexpensive paper it's like please yeah yeah i i agree it's like if you're a server you get free sourdough bread and honey butter uh, <laughs> 
Don't say where. <laughs> or a hostess. <laughs> I also think it's like the rule of that sort of thing is of, of office supplies is just don't go crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You can take a pen home or a pack of post-its, but you don't take a box of them home. Or a you computer. Know? Don't take a computer. Don't, don't take, take a computer. A computer. <laughs> don't take a computer. But maybe you could take like an ink, like a, a printer ink package. Oh, a cartridge? Those are no, pricey. You can't take a cartridge. If there's a whole I would, drawer, I if would. there's a whole really? drawer yeah. of them, if there's a whole drawer full of them, you take that cartridge. But isn't it a bad feeling to be scared to get in trouble? No, it's <laughs> no. You don't think if so? Somebody says I think no. I get it's the worst. Petrified me, me fearing that I'm doing something wrong me too. and that's I'm going to get fine, in trouble. But when it's sticking it to people that when when you are treated in a certain way that you are less important the, the satisfaction i would get from like it's like taking it's like taking a limb from like a like a, a kidnapper wow what a crazy someone's kidnapping analogy. you and putting you in a room and making you do things for them and then you can take something from them. Well, I That's think you're projecting a little bit on Jerry because he didn't oh. say that his job was that bad. Well, I'm not even saying bad. It's just when you're working, if it was a family owned business, if he's working at like this small mom and pop shop and he's taking things, I'm like, dude, no, like, yeah. come on. If it's a huge corporation and you're buying, it's like, the boss and the underlings because I've worked at places like that and yeah. it's like there's so it, there is such a divide where it's like oh god yeah I know but for me the that situation of the boss being behind me when I was doing something I wasn't supposed to be and then had to like lie and get all say, that sourdough in your mouth real quick <laughs> <laughs> I just had my wisdom teeth out yeah. <laughs> but that would be enough for me to to never make copies again I I think I would go not worth it for me that gives me anxiety what do we think that Jerry was printing well, he had his name at the bottom of it. I think he was maybe printing like a rental agreement oh. for a new condo. I think a recipes. New apartment. Recipes? Yeah, like he went online to get recipes Ooh, for like uh, ch- like chicken chicken recipes. Why did he put his name at the bottom? Because <laughs> it was just it came from his computer. From the computer of, of Jerry. <laughs> Jerry the good liar. Ah! I think maybe Jerry's a screenwriter and he was printing his his um yeah, his you, script. My first thought was uh Flyers for a band. <gasps> That's really good. But and, he showed her what he was printing. Yeah. So I want to know how he presented it too. Like, look at this. Yeah. What? Well, that was. Oh, so he's saying he showed her the band poster and was like, someone's printing copies. At well, that was in the original. I didn't say that in the second time. Oh. <laughs> but he did show the boss and he covered up his name and he said, yeah, I don't know what this is. I don't know whose this is, but okay. I'll I'll bring your copies. Yeah. I want to know what the boss said back to him. Jerry. I'd love for the boss to go, ooh, I've been meaning to check out a local band. I bet the funny thing is the boss probably wouldn't care, but I think it's fine that he lied too. I hope that Jerry was like trying to throw off suspicion, was like, this person is the worst. And then the boss was like, whoever did this, I think is great. And I'm going to give them a raise. I admire mm-hmm. their gumption bosses do stuff like that all the time god can well, you imagine Jerry, the life of a boss no <laughs> like you are a boss of a of like oh a god it'd be terrible boss. like me as a boss in, I, in an office in an office an being office a boss. boss i can't imagine no no one would take me seriously and i probably wouldn't even go to work well you wouldn't be a boss for very long right we'd see 
<laughs> we see. Well, Paul, Amanda, well, Amanda likes to do the, the wrap-up. Oh, okay, wrap up. well, I was going to say, Jerry, you're fine. That's good. I thought you were going to say, Jerry, you're fired. Jerry, you're fired. Jerry, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> um, this is really eye-opening. Thank you, Paul, for being here. Why was it eye-opening? Am I a monster? <laughs> Just learned a lot about you. I cannot believe you yeah, expelled no. Charlie. <laughs> this is, poor Charlie. That did not go the way I thought it was no. going to go. No. Um, <clears throat> but anything to plug? I mean, you got a lot of stuff going yeah. on. When will people be hearing this? Two two weeks. We've yeah. got one. So next Thursday, not this Thursday. I'm going to say probably pretty soon. Um, oh, December 10th at the theater at the Ace Hotel. There's a sort of uh, like day-long Earwolf event going on with a bunch of podcasts oh. uh, all uh, performing there. How did this get made? Um, who charted? Uh, games with Jimmy playing games with Pardo, um, and it's going to end with uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, um, so I'll be on that with Lauren Lapkus and of course Scott Ackerman, and then probably pretty soon they'll start releasing events for um, releasing uh, announcements about San Francisco Sketch Fest, mm. um, January of 2018 in San Francisco, and I'll be doing a bunch of shows up there. So uh, go to pauleftompkins.com slash live for more information. Wow. I've never been to San Francisco, let what? alone Sketch Fest. Wow. And I'm from L.A. Maria, it's great. I believe, I 100% believe. We'll have to figure out a way to get you up there. I'd yeah. love to. Maybe, Maybe a, a GoFundMe. <laughs> A bus, go find me to get me oh, a, bus. a bus ticket. <laughs> he needs $70 to no. get it. No. Um, <laughs> no, I hear it's great. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a great city. It really is. So, all right. M- Maria, you have anything to say? Um, just that, you know, uh, uh, you can find me at M underscore Blasucci, or as Paul likes to say, underscore Blasucci. I wasn't going to say it's not my show. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, uh amanda and then i want to tell you guys to check out the complete wedding on mm. um stitcher, stitcher premium, premium. <laughs> maria and paul are both included in it it's, it's my um, my podcast so um check that out use code complete for a month free it's hilarious i'm thrilled to be a part of it me yeah. too thank you guys and everyone can email us their little big ones or maybe what they would do with Trip and Charlie, or you know, maybe even some fan fiction, some Trip and Charlie fan Ooh, fiction. We'd love to do that. So bad. That'd be great. Or maybe what's the school's name? Like, like Darrington Academy or something. Yeah, that's it. Darrington. Yeah, Darrington yeah. Academy. Yeah, maybe some Darrington Academy fan fiction. Oh, I, I also love wouldn't it. mind some Jerry and the Boss fan fiction. Oh yes. yeah, that's Oh nice. my god. Oh, something happens with the copy. Um, but you can email us. <laughs> 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 I don't God, know what. That got Maria good. <laughs> Something happens with the coffee. The coffee gets cancer. <laughs> How did this the workplace deal? Um, but email us at thebigonespodcast at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at uh, thebigonespod. Can I also very quickly plug um, my podcast, Spontaneous Nation? Oh, yes. Uh, Maria and Amanda are... Uh, some of my favorites that are regulars on the show. And I did an episode with just them. That's true. I'm trying to find out. Yes. Episode 113. Oh. I no, didn't... that's not oh. the one. Where is it? Oh. It got taken down. No, it didn't get taken down. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how long ago it's it was. It's censored. <laughs> Too many women in comedy. Take them away. Too many women in comedy. Too many. <laughs> Too, too, oh, it was, it was at a nice number for a while, and then there was too, too many. <laughs> Wait, where are you guys? I know it's on here. It got released, right? 
Yes, here we go. Episode 127. Okay. Riverboat on the Mississippi. It's just me and the beans. That check it out. Fun. That was really fun. Yeah, check out Spontaneous Nation on Earwolf. It's a fun time. Yeah, we it's love doing time. it. Yeah. Thank you I for listening so. to the big, one. the big one. Was I supposed to? Um, you want to try? Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Big One. Was that a harmony? <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.